0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, along with my partner, Jack Nicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from the league. For another chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com, follow us on Instagram at justsayingnoGWJS for article and video updates, and never forget to check us out on Spotify and get us in your ears at Just Saying Football. We're now in week six, uh, season's flying by. Yep. Uh, obviously some injury updates on my end with uh with the minnesota vikings justin jefferson is on ir for four weeks at least and uh you know our season's probably uh not heading in the direction we all thought compared to last year and that's fine because he deserves to get all the rest he needs in recovery because we're going to give him the entire state of minnesota in his contract
1: yeah no, a lot of people injured obviously too um you know anthony richardson colt's first uh you know first round pick a lot of a lot of teams being affected Elijah by Vera, injury. Tucker Elijah Vera Tucker out the Achilles huge blow for the Jets offensive line. Um, you know, this is week five. This is when things start, you know, getting tough. You know, there are these, you know, things that happen and they affect, you know, a team's entire season uh, going forward. And you can kind of see, you know, going forward as we go through today's games that, you know, it does definitely affect the landscape of this week. And, you know, how we believe it's, you know, probably going to go in certain games is really based off, you know, some of these factors and, you know, some of these teams that could be blowing out. These teams have the injury and some of these teams that, you know, have an injury could be at a disadvantage, you know, for a trap game this week. So we got to we got to keep an eye on for all that stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's kick this week six off. Uh, just some also a little bit of notes. Another bye week for some teams, Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, if you have money, rosters for fantasy, bench them. All right, let's jump us into our blowout games. So we have the New York Giants making their way to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Over under here, at 44 and a half. Uh, it's in our blowout category because the Bills are favored by minus 14. I'm going with Buffalo right off the bat. Daniel Jones might not be in. Evan Neal is just not blocking guys half the time. Uh, it's been a rough one for New York. doesn't matter who's going to be back there. They're giving up sacks left and right.
1: Yeah, you know, we we even talked about Buffalo last week a lot with the London game and how good they were and how, you know, last week the Giants were, you know, inevitably kind of stuck with a blowout in Miami. And now they're kind of going into the same thing this week. Um, very It's very tough, too, because, you know, like the Giants, we had high expectations. We see them in all these primetime games. And now you see how they've been playing over the last couple weeks. It's tough for it. That's why Buffalo favored by two touchdowns. Um, you know, Battle of NY is not looking great. It's looking like, you know, one of those things where you can easily just say, I'm taking the Bills.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we both are. Let's keep us moving along in our blow category. So we have the Carolina Panthers make their way to Miami to take on the Dolphins over under here. forty eight and a half. Miami's favored in this one by minus 13 and a half. I'm locking in Miami. I'm assuming you're doing the same. This team is just putting up points despite the Devon A-chain injury, uh, where he's now also on the IR due to a knee injury. Uh, I still think they're still going to just be firing on all cylinders. Two of them, no more turning the ball over. We saw those mistakes last week, and they got bailed out, but it won't happen again against better teams.
1: Yeah, Carolina is allowing about an average of like four touchdowns a game through the first five weeks, so – expect miami at home to just go off in this game um you know right now it's you know the you know the dolphins are on a pace kind of unprecedented they have the best offense by far in you know the rushing um you know they are uh, running about 185 yards per game with 327 yards per game through the air you know the only team over 500 you know yards a game this season it's incredible what they're doing
0: yeah, the Dolphins have already broke the 2,000 Rams record for most offensive yards through the first five weeks. The record was 2,568. So just put this into perspective. They're averaging you know, a little over 500 yards per game. Uh, it's pretty insane. But let's keep this moving along in our blowout category to so the Arizona Cardinals making their way to L.A. to take on the Rams. Rams are favoring this one uh, by, by minus 6.5. Over under here, 48.5. Puka is there. Cooper Cup has returned. What are your thoughts on this one? I'm locking in L.A.
1: Definitely locking in L.A. They're at home division rival. Um, We've been saying it all the time that Arizona's playing better than we thought. But now, you know, the Rams, I got to say, I thought that they had went kind of toe-to-toe with the Eagles, who are one of the best teams in the NFC. I don't think that they are on where the Niners are with this, but I do think the Rams can be a playoff team. Uh, Six and a half, I think straight up, they they could totally take that. Cooper Cup looked like he came back 100% last week.
0: Yeah, I could agree with you more, you know. It's like Arizona's in a weird spot. It doesn't seem like Kyle Murray is going to be sticking around with the yeah, team. Yeah. But well, Josh Dobbs. Some, r-
1: some reports that he may not be back at all next year.
0: Right. And th- but Josh Dobbs is has only been serviceable. He hasn't done like enough to say mm-hmm. I am the full-time starter franchise guy. So curious yeah. to see what's going to happen in Arizona as the season continues. Just so everyone keep that in mind. All right, let's move this along into our meh categories. Cause we have the Baltimore Ravens making their way to Tennessee to take on the Titans over under here of 40 and a half. Baltimore's favorite is by minus four. Uh this one is in London, so it'll be early in the morning. Uh get ready for that one. Baltimore's coming off of a tough loss last week. What are your thoughts, buddy?
1: Yeah, so these London games, I think they've been pretty entertaining so far. Um the Titans, um, you know, they've been better than a lot of people would expect um, you know, going into this one. But the Ravens, this is such a huge opportunity for them to win the game. Um, they, this would make them you know, um, forward to that would really give them an edge over Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati, who's struggling. So I think the Baltimore Ravens technically go on the road in London um, against the Titans, who are technically home. And you know, I think they cover that for no problem. I do like the under on this one, though. I think both teams traveling. Um, you know, it's not kind of like Jacksonville staying over two weeks. It's it's you know Baltimore and Tennessee. They just came out of some pretty tough games last week but I'm going with Baltimore. Um, and I think, um, you know, this is a great opportunity for um, the Baltimore defense to shut down a guy like Derrick Henry because they're the third-best defense in scoring right
0: now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also locking in Baltimore. I just want to see Rashad Bateman making those catches, though. There were some beautiful passes yeah. his way. One of them that could have maybe been a touchdown uh, and just went right out of his hands. So I think that would have really helped this passing game get going. Like you're saying, it's a tight yeah. division right now. They, t- they took their loss of the Steelers last week, which is rough. Uh, good audible by Kenny Pickett. If everyone saw Matt Ken's reaction yeah. also on that play, just something to watch. You but can tell think, he
1: did not call that play. <laughs> no, he did
0: not. And uh, I think this is a get back, uh, get right game for Baltimore, like you're saying, defensively, after giving up such a huge touchdown and uh, play to George Pickens. But let's keep us moving along. through so the San Francisco 49ers making their way to Cleveland to take on the Browns over under here of 38 and a half. San Francisco's favored in this one by minus five. Got to be honest, buddy. I'm locking in San Francisco. There's reports that Sean Watson with this shoulder injury might be out again, and we saw what happened the last time uh, he was out. Despite this Cleveland Browns defense being so good, uh, when it was DTR playing, it just wasn't the same. They weren't able to move the ball effectively. Um, so I'm definitely locking in the 49ers who are just playing so well. Also, Kyle Shanahan, nice return back to his coaching lineage uh, way back in the day when he was there with Johnny Menzel.
1: Yeah, good point. That, I mean, this is, you know, not we, – like, we always like, point out the revenge game. This could be, you know, kind of a revenge game for Kyle Shanahan, show out what he could do, uh, you know, against Kevin Stefanski, who's also a great offensive mind. Um, I want to point out, though, the defense. This is going to be, um, you know, a lower-scoring game than, you know, we expect, obviously, from Cleveland. We saw what San Francisco was able to do uh, to Dallas last week. But both these teams, um, you know, Cleveland right now, their defense – it's it's something special. If anybody can shut down the Niners statistically, it's looking like the Browns. Um, they've only allowed 787 total yards this season. About you know a little less than 200 yards a game. Um, nobody is even close right now. Uh, to give it in perspective, you know the Niners are giving up about 70 more yards a game than that, they're third in the league. Um, so this could be a closer game than you think. Um, you know, for me, I weirdly like that cleveland plus five but i i'm gonna take the niners just straight up to win
0: i like that i will take the under in this game i think you're right i think it could be pretty low scoring um who knows what the weather's gonna be like in cleveland at the time all oh, right yeah, moving this true. right along right and moving this right along washington Commanders making their way to atlanta to take on the falcons over under here 42 and a half uh atlanta's favorite in this with my minus two and a half low spread uh but i'm locking in atlanta ritter has not lost a home game uh since high school he's 31 and 0 and atlantis is finding some rhythm this is the best game of his career last week uh desmond ritter uh by far completed 75 percent of his passes through for 329 uh through a passing touchdown at four rushes for 10 yards and another touchdown so build off of this that Bijan catch was also incredible
1: yeah i gotta say man i was super excited about the commanders uh going into week three uh against the bills and ever since then it hasn't really been the same they've had the Bills, the Eagles, and you know, obviously that crazy game against the Bears last week in primetime um, on Thursday. They've had some time to prepare for this one, but I do think Atlanta understands um, that their division is very close right now. They're at home. They have to defend home turf. I do like them in this game. Um, it's going to be a close one. I think this is a get-right game for Sam Howell. He really needs that. Um, but I'll, I'll ride with you on the Falcons at home, no problem. Um, I would take the the 42 and a half too. I take the over on that. I think this is gonna be like a pretty
0: back and forth game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I like that. Moving this right along, we have my Minnesota Vikings making their way to Chicago to take on the Bears over under here at forty four and a half. Minnesota's favoring this by minus two and a half. I mean, I'm I got to go Minnesota as a fan. I think we still have all of the right weapons that can win this game. Uh, you know, we still have T.J. Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, despite being questionable, I think he's gonna play. K.J. Osborne's pretty solid. Uh, Kirk Cousins is good. Our offensive line is playing pretty well. I'm just worried about our defense and what Justin Fields can do running the ball, but I think this is a winnable game for us. If we lose this game and we drop to 1-5, and five, I don't know if we're going to be able to offload Kirk Cousins because of the contract, right? Yeah. But it'd be great if we get some picks. But aside from that, it gives us potentially a top-five pick next year. All of a sudden, we're in the Caleb Williams conversation. You know, the direction of how you take this team begins to change, and the yeah. conversation narrative begins to change. Uh... I think still be competitive. There's a still a weird route for us to maybe win the division and starts with beating the, the Bears. But uh man, if we go to one and five.
1: Yeah, two and four looks a lot better than one and five. And um obviously, you know, things for the Vikings are you know, they're not as bad as where the Bears are at or where they were at a few weeks ago, but they are trending in a in a downward direction, unfortunately. However, um, you know, we talked about some of these teams get a get right game this week. Uh, I think the Vikings do that. They have to go on the road, divisional opponent. It's a tough challenge in and of itself. Um, but the Bears, you know, coming off a win, they've had eleven days to prepare for this game. Um, I, I do think they. I don't know. I, I like the, like what you said. They shift to Addison. They shift to. Um, you know, um, TJ Hawkinson, they're gonna have to open up Osborne Kirk Cousins. You know, this is the second best passing offense in the league for a reason. Um, right now they're throwing about 281 yards for the air, that's the second best outside of Miami. And you know, this is, you know, obviously DJ Moore. We have to note that he's had, you know, eight catches back to back weeks, he's had uh 121 and 230 over the last two weeks, and he has four touchdowns over the last week. So it's, it's been, you know, the DJ more show, as we've been waiting for, but I got to say, the Vikings, like, they know they got to win this game. I keep saying that every week, and the pressure's on. Pressure's on for a playoff team to get it done. Um, they I don't see them giving up as much as I see the Bears doing that, Um, but the Bears, you know, they were 0-4 before they boomed up last week, so we just have to see if they can keep it together.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I'm curious to see how it goes. Again, we'll change the narratives for both of these teams as the season continues. All right, moving this right along with the New Orleans Saints making the way to Houston to take on the Texans over under here, 42 and a No one's favoring this by minus one and a half. Uh, CJ Stroud just set the NFL record for a rookie for most pass attempts, 186 on interception. Not saying it's gonna happen this weekend, but I like Houston. For this one to win, man, I think this is a really good opportunity for them to get like a surprise win. There's a reason why it's only minus one and a half to New Orleans. And, you know, the Saints have been hit and miss. They were my team to win the South. I said they had a pretty easy schedule. They get to face a slew of rookies and second year guys, but it just hasn't quite been there. Last week was a good game for them. Defensive touchdown, but I, I like Houston in this one, surprisingly. They're they got their home crowd behind them. CJ Stroud wants to give these fans something to cheer about, like you said a few weeks ago. And this is a good a good team to do it against.
1: I like that. Um, yeah, this is definitely gonna be the you know the closest game of the weekend just with the quarterback situations. You know, I think if Derek Carr were in this, I would be very hundred percent on the Saints. Um, you know, I like, I will oppose you, though. I will say that I would like to see the Saints get right here. Houston has been great at home. CJ Shroud has been fantastic. He's finding everyone. Um, I know Tank Dell was hurt last week, but I'm interested to see Nico Collins go up against Marshawn Lattimore. You know, the Saints defense presents a bunch of different challenges on all three levels, um, with Cam Jordan and DeMario, DeMario Davis. So um, they're going to be testing CJ Shroud, which is going to be awesome. Um, you know, right now, The one thing that is really going to worry me is, you know, can New Orleans keep up with Houston when they've been going off on this? You know, Houston, like you mentioned, with Shroud, you know, the third best passing offense in the league. Um, However, New Orleans, they have the fourth best, um, you know, passing uh, defense. So this is going to be really on, I think, Damian Pierce to get things done. And Alvin Kamara, I could see a big rushing game from both these guys. um, But I like to see the Saints here um in control they're two and one on the uh, on a way so um I'll, I'll propose you go with the saints on this one
0: all right i like it let's keep this moving along through the indianapolis colts making their way to jacksonville to take on the jaguars uh like you mentioned at the very beginning of this one oh sorry over under here 45 and a half jacksonville favorites by minus four and a half like you mentioned at the very beginning of this anthony richardson is on IR. Uh, will not be in for this game. So it's going to be Minshew Mania once again returns to Jacksonville, a little revenge game in this one. And that's why I'm locking Indianapolis right now. We saw him come into the game last week, played pretty well. Uh, we saw him get the win earlier on in the season, I think, as well, when he came in. So there's was a chance for them to win. Jaguars, you know, Lawrence only two and three against, or three and two, I think, against Indianapolis. There's an opportunity here. He doesn't have necessarily the best record against them than his division.
1: Yeah, I, I think – um I, I like Jacksonville still on paper. If Anthony Richardson were in this, I would be leaning towards Indianapolis, especially what we saw they were able to do with Sean's uh, best friend, Zach Moss, um, best fantasy friend of the year so far last year, uh, this year. It's like I, I think one thing that worries me about Jacksonville that people should consider this week is really the London effect that we saw them have last week where they were comfortable there.
0: Now they have back to get now. kind of
1: like uncomfortable and get back on their schedule the same way they had been with that flight. Um, you know, we've seen teams come off of winning games and underperform, um, but they're at home. I think that um, they take this one at home. Um, I love what I saw out of Travis Etienne last week. As we saw, he tweeted at himself. He was just like, I played myself a fantasy this week um he had 30 something points in a bunch of formats so you started at the end you're a happy guy um if you started jonathan taylor though you were not a happy guy 15 percent of snaps um do they get gonna JT... go how how many percent of snaps does he they, get big
0: i think he gets at least like 30 i think it's going to get ramped up oh no
1: what about what about like 40 because that is like I would a say that's nice like play for me can you start him in fantasy this week I think you, you have
0: can? I think you have to start him I think you have to start him you no matter to. what you, you have, have to, to. Making a
1: point, and this also could I be another. I just want to convince myself to not start.
0: Off. I know this could be another big Travis ATN game as uh, as well. Especially if he continues playing the way that he has, I like that. This could be a well balanced Jaguars team come the playoff season. Yeah,
1: it's true. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But I want to see how Jacksonville is affected by this. How you know everything goes. Both the defense is playing pretty good this year. Um, but Minshew, will, will we have a Minshew mania game? I don't know.
0: I hope so. All right, let's move this right along. We have the New England Patriots making their way to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders over under here 41.5. Vegas here, and this is by minus three. Um... I mean, this 41 is a,
1: and a half, How, who's scoring all these points? <laughs> where, I don't know. Where, where is
0: that? I think this is just such an ugly game. Uh, I'm going with Vegas. This is the worst passing offense in the league and scoring offense in the Patriots. They're only average 11 points per game. And Vegas has the worst man coverage team uh, in the NFL. They have, and they're the third highest points scored with 15.8. I mean, this is just ugly.
1: This is a mess. (laughs) This This is not an attractive team. Touch this game. No, stay far away from
0: it. Unless it's like a pick six by Mac Jones and like maybe hit that.
1: Like a Raiders, a Raiders. See, then you look at the Patriots though and you go, well, the Patriots can make Jimmy make a mistake. It's hard. I don't know. The Raiders played better. Their defense played better than I expected. They got Devontae
0: Adams. That's all I'll say.
1: And they got Devontae Adams. And, um, you know, I got to say, Juju, I don't know what happened. I know he's been dealing with some injury. I don't even think he has over 100 yards in the first five games. Um, New England, I don't think they know who their number one target is outside of Hunter Henry. And they're just not giving Ramondre Stevenson the ball. And we saw what happened last week when Josh Jacobs was able to get the ball. And it's it interests me to see if these teams are actually going to change. We saw what Bill Belichick said basically – He's just going to start from scratch, and that means he probably just spent like three days in his locker room, like you know, writing up a new playbook, and they're going to run it on Sunday.
0: It's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, Mac Jones already has more pick sixes in Gillette Stadium uh, than Tom Brady did in his entire career there, so it's not been looking good for Patriots fans everywhere. But you know what? It's humbling. You Mm -hmm. had twenty years of dominance. Now you get. You know, you get to be with regular people again. Enjoy what me and right? Sean have. You see, these exactly things behind
1: us on the wall. That's we've been
0: suffering for a couple of years. <laughs> there ain't no traps on our walls. All right. All right. So learn to to enjoy it. All right. Let's keep this moving along. The Philadelphia Eagles making their way to New York to take on the Jets over under here 41.5. Philly's favorite in on this one, minus seven. Now, you probably wonder, minus seven, why is in the blowout category you had a minus six and a half earlier? Here's why says the Jets
1: defense plays pretty well. Yeah. I mean, They're they're unexpectedly playing well and not because, you know, they played the Broncos last week. The Broncos are not the best. And uh, the Jets defense did get a garbage time touchdown, which came through for a lot of people. Um, But, you know, they seem to play it five times since 2007. Uh, Philly has not scored under 16 points um you know the jets have never scored 20 points since 2007 against the eagles i actually think the eagles are 12 and 0 all time they are the jets, and that's are. and i think we it, it, sorry, i think they, they played they, last
0: year or something and i swear i feel like we've mentioned this recently in one of our podcasts that they haven't so they played recently. two years ago they, they yeah the 133 and
1: 33 to 18 yeah yeah not yeah. great jake elliott four field goals in the fourth quarter to just destroy them. I mean, this was a, um, you know,
0: look, Brees was back though last week, 22, 177 and one. That was great. Uh, the problem is that the Eagles defense is playing well. I, what I like about this game is I like the under and I like the spread is I'll take, I like the jets to take this spread. I think that the jets probably lose by like five or six. And, okay, I, so I, so and jets I think it's
1: seven and under 41 and a
0: half. Yeah. I think it's going to be a closer game. Look, it, Zach Wilson in two games. It's not against the Chiefs is by far the best game, sure. but against Denver it was enough that the defense could rally behind and Brees Hall was able to get going. Yeah. Now there's a route here where they can edge their way into the playoffs that they're able to just rally off a few wins behind their defense, kind of like what the Steelers have done mm-hmm. the last few years. You know, and again, like things fall the right ways. What happens after Miami takes their bye week? You know, when they have that, what happens if they slow down? You know, what's going to happen with injuries start to pile up and fatigue piles up and fatigue? You know, things are going to yeah. start to happen from We're week seeing six already. You know, yeah, from week six to out. week 10, there's going to be a whole nother phase of football and how things change. And, you know, this is, there's a, you know, it's not pretty for the Jets. I'm not saying that they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that they're winning the division. They still have Buffalo and yeah. Miami, but. There's a way here for them to play fairly decent football and be in the conversation come week 12, week 13, you know?
1: I agree. I agree. I think that when you look at it just on paper, you see, you know, Philly is averaging 10 points more, you know, but their defense is very much similar. Um, the Jets' defensive rush yards per game has been pretty tough this season. They have been allowing about 146 Philly's only allowing about 61 yards per game on the ground, so um, I'm expecting a big day from DeAndre Swift, um, you know, but I'm I'm really interested to see the Jets' defense going up, you know, against, you know, the Jets' D-line versus Philly's O-line and the corners versus the receivers. I think that I want to see Garrett Wilson versus Slay, and vice versa. I want to see Sauce and DJ Reed on Smith and Brown. Um, you know, this is going to be – I think this is going to be a dogfight, kind of like you said, definitely an under game, um, especially with Zach Wilson. Um, you know, 30 seconds right now in passing offense with only 160 yards per game. I mean, we say Jalen Hurts doesn't throw that much. I mean, he's he has the 10th best passing offense while, you know, they have the second best rushing offense. The Eagles are just straight-killing
0: it right now. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and, it. Uh, Jalen Carter, I mean, potential defensive rookie of the year. Just going to put that out there. All right, let's move this into our games of the week. Our first one, we have the Seattle Seahawks making their way to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals over under here 46. Since he's favored in this one by minus three, Jamar Chase was back to his usual self last week. 15 receptions, 192 yards, and three touchdowns. And I think the most important thing, that every single Bengals fans really love seeing in this one is the fact that Joe Burrow was moving around comfortably and looking healthy.
1: Yeah. He, you know, he kind of took the the Cooper cup approach of just taking, you know, four weeks to get healthy, except he played the whole time. Um, and somehow, you know, he maintained it. And, uh, I, as much as I love that, we do have to remember Seattle is coming off the bye. They're coming off a big win against the giants last time. Um, I'm interested to see these teams. We, we kind of look at these teams as each of the teams in the conference that are probably going to make more of the wild card run this year with the way they have started and with the way their divisions are looking. But I, I got to ask you, like, who do you like more? Because there's a lot of good stuff you like to like about the Bengals, but they're not doing it. And Seattle, they got the rest. They're kind of the underdogs in this one. They still have Gino, who uh, was playing great, but now he's had time to rest. How do you feel about this teams?
0: I like Seattle in this one, especially on the road. I think that Cincinnati has been kind of hit and miss with what their team is going to be, mm-hmm. and rightfully so with the injury to Burrow and whatnot. I, th- I like the over in this one of 46. I think that both these teams can put up points, but I like Seattle's defense just a little bit more. I think that what we saw from Witherspoon against the Giants, sorry, buddy, outside just like the pick six, like yeah. remove the pick six away from that game. Um, and he was just all over the place, really starting to get a rhythm and feel for, for the NFL right now and understanding what, what passing concepts are looking like when the oh, sure. when the screens are coming in. And that's when it's going to begin to really get fun for the secondary that already has one already played so well. Um, so for me, I think that this defense is going to be like the difference maker for them later on in the season. I want to see a little bit more of Jackson Smith and Jay, but that was my favorite wide receiver coming into the league. Only has 66 yards through five weeks. Love to see him get going, find the end zone in this one. You know, there's a slew, there's a slew of talent, especially fantasy wise, coming yeah. into this game. Um, so I think it's gonna be pretty high scoring. And again, I just think it's gonna be Seattle's defense making that play when it counts.
1: Yeah, I like the over-46. It's actually, despite a lot of low low lines this week, I I like that. You know, it's Seattle's defense, I saw what they did to my Giants, all right? They they had five sacks, and they destroyed everything, and that's great. But I got to say, Joe Burrow must be protected since he wins this game. Um, I think Seattle has kind of figured it out. You know, they had an underwhelming start. Now I think that they can destroy – um, you know, this team, this Cincinnati team from where their weakness is, is the offensive line. Um, You know, right now when you're looking at it, you know, Joe Burrow is like the sixth most sack guy over the last two years. And, you know, the only guy ahead of him is Geno Smith. So I'm expecting the defenses to kind of come up and pressure these quarterbacks. But like you said, many fantasy relevant guys, Joe Mixon and Kenneth Walker, DK, Tyler Lockett, start them all, Jamar, Tyler Boyd. This is going to be a week where, despite the good defenses, despite the bad offensive lines, this is when the quarterbacks can be getting them out quick, getting him to everybody, spreading it out. Um, you know, I think this is gonna be the this is what we got this game of the week. I think it has the potential to either be just a slugfest or one of the, you know, higher scoring games
0: yeah, and I'm hoping for a gosh darn slugfest. All right, in our last game of the week, and this one could be where the defense is shining a little bit more, where the Detroit Lions making the way to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Over under here, of 43 and a 43.5. Detroit's favoring this by minus three. Probably wondering why is Detroit not favored so heavily in this one. Because they have a handful of injuries coming into this. Uh, you know, Jameer Gibbs did not practice this week. That's a huge one. Brian uh, Branch isn't practiced so far this week. Then they have Emmanuel Mosley's out for the year, another cornerback that, they're, that they lost with the full season tour. His other uh, ACL and his other knee just absolutely brutal for them. Buccaneers are coming off of the bye week, so they get all this extra time to prepare uh, for this game. Could be surprisingly close in this one. I think there's a reason why it's minus three, and I think it's because of that
1: yeah no i i see a lot of lines that are kind of over here i see you know detroit minus three i see um like like they're favored to me i i think that no matter what tampa you know their defense who has been top 10 all year has been keeping them in these games um we kind of saw it a couple weeks ago um they were able to destroy the saints and then we were able to see them play the eagles as good as you can play the eagles they had, um, you know, watch them kind of run down the field and it was a two possession game by the end, but, um, with Detroit, they're going to have to keep them in check. We've seen Detroit and the fourth best scoring offense in the entire league going off, um, they're top 10 in almost every category that matters except for passing. Um, so Baker could have a great opportunity here, both middle of the pack passing defenses. Um, I love Mike Evans this week to score. I think this is like, I could just see it, that this is an opportunity for him to get it done. Um. Jared Goff, I think, has looked great over the last couple of weeks, you know, nine touchdowns in the first five weeks. And Sam Laporta. Um, Sam Laporta Sam ruined my parlay last week with the uh with there. So I, I felt bad. But two touchdowns, and that's three, Sean. That's the same amount as Kyle Pitts. I know everyone's saying it, but it's not it's not right. Somebody's got to get Kyle Pitts out of there. We got to get that another time. But I wanna know, you said all these injuries. Can they just ride the back of David Montgomery? Or do you think that the Bucks could, you know, kind of trap game them in this one?
0: I think this has potential to be a trap game, and that's why I put in the game of the week. Uh I I do I I'm leaning Detroit just because that's where like the logic dictates. The offense I've just been playing so well. Um but for me, there's just something about like this Tampa Bay team. You don't know which one you're gonna get, despite the Mike Evans hamstring injury, he might not be in for this one. There's just like a weird part where you know Detroit just keeps, you know, they're riding this high. Uh yeah. You know, then when not to say like they're ever gonna stumble or they're not gonna, you know, I mean it's possible they go 16 and one, who knows? But you know, when is that trap game? And this feels like one of them, they're coming off this huge game, their offense was firing and all all cylinders last week they just couldn't be stopped sam laporta was completely involved like everything was going well yeah. despite amon ross saint brown you know so it's about keeping keeping that momentum and keeping the focus you know and this just feels like one of those games are could could be a slight trap for them and
1: you know baker and
0: this team has played you know well better than times. we
1: expected for yeah sure. you
0: know like especially after for the training camp one. video
1: three and one and your only loss is to philly um i don't know i mean he's using evans Godwin. they're coming up the bye they're gonna know what's up this could definitely be a trap game i'm kind of feeling like switching to tampa but i gotta say it's hard to do that i i genuinely think that detroit has a locked and loaded team on both sides of the ball good offensive line um i think that in tampa's defense is the thing that scares me kind of the most um you know and mike evans um, I think that'll be shut down by the line for the Lions. They have a great offensive line to keep Jared Goff up. And he's been able to use guys like Josh Reynolds and Laporta. So um just another opportunity, I think, for them to highlight those guys. So um, you know, give Amon Ra his time and um let David Montgomery just run the ball down everyone's throat.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, don't use Jameer Gibbs. Fool everyone in fantasy and in the draft. Thank you, Dan Campbell do what you did with jamal williams last year we get year it David we montgomery. get it
1: you got everybody you got him you, got you us. fooled us Tennessee okay Bears. fair uh, enough and you're but gonna I... sign David montgomery anyway.
0: <laughs> you know i would say just keep doing it keep grinding i you know everyone loves what detroit's doing including yeah. myself uh hopefully I'm they're not...
1: sick one two punch to That's what i'm saying just people exactly don't, people don't want to wait for it to happen Look, I think they're
0: going to win the division, and, you know, rightfully so. But uh, that's all the time that we have. Thank you for listening. Thank you, for, thank you, everyone, for tuning in.
1: Yeah, enjoy week six. And we got some Monday night videos coming out for you. It's going to be a sick game. Cowboys at uh, L.A. Uh, Chargers. It's going to be awesome. Always check us out, Just Saying Football, on YouTube and Spotify. Get us in your ears. Subscribe there. Make sure you're up to date with all of our stuff. Anything you want to check out, just saying, no G W J S. WJS on instagram you can check us out get all our content and updates thank you guys for checking us out enjoy the one uh week enjoy